Hello, welcome to Journal Updated, a podcast about the games that give us choices. I'm Nora, I'm joined by Molly. Hi! It's July. It's July. I had a birthday. You had a birthday. Um, we've been playing video games nonstop around here. Well, one of us has. I, listen, I played my share of videoed games. Did you? Yeah. We literally just start before we start recording. We literally <clears throat> just talk about how you didn't. And then I was remembered the one that I did play a lot of. Okay, all right. <clears throat> I streamed it with Grace. You did stream it with Grace. It's got yeah. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. It's it's uh, is journal updated. Uh, since last time we recorded. Uh, did I talk about Resident Evil Village on the last one? Great question. I can't remember. I played Resident Evil Village. I beat that a few times. Um, and I played Lost Odyssey because I was on the last episode of, uh, Abnormal Mapping where they played Lost Odyssey. That was a good time, Mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, Emma and Jackson. You should listen to that. Um, and then I played, uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh, uh, just fun little game. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's the joke. I think. Also, um, that's a fun little game. It's, it's just a little. It's just a little platformer, a plat- platform shooter. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. play it, and it's good. It's just action game. Um, action gaming. Action gaming. It's just I needed something to play on my PS5. I was like, that game looks real pretty, uh, and just, it's also fun. So. Uh, that's good. I haven't played any other Ratchet and Clank game in my life, so uh, that was it was just a good time. Um, and then I played Scarlet Nexus, uh, which is an anime action game that uh, when I saw the trailer, I think they showed a trailer. It was either E three or something before it. It was probably before it, but uh, it gave me like um, code vein vibes it kind of looked yeah. like it could have been a sequel if it wanted to be but it you know um it wasn't i think uh, that first trailer was like two years ago what i feel like it's been a while no i only heard about it in the last four months tops that's because it came out it came out like three weeks ago yeah yeah okay they sure. would talk about it more when it gets closer to release Sure, I just don't think that I heard about it at all. I swear I, I saw a very early trailer. I think you're full of shit. Yeah, but you would say that regardless of what I said. I don't think that's true. Anyway, hmm. um, that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty fun game. Um, I would definitely wait for it to go on sale. I bought it at full price, which was maybe not the right choice, but I wanted uh, something to do, and it did that job perfectly. Uh, it's a fun yeah. little just all escalation on that story just just non-stop bullshit it was great i love that sounds Um, good yeah you get to like ride you you have psychic powers like telekinesis powers Uh use them to push a bus along okay uh and you ride on top of the bus and you run over bad guys with it so that sounds pretty cool what's not to love uh, and I also picked up Guilty Gear Strive because all my friends were playing the Guilty Gear fighting game, and I was like, "Well, fuck, I want to play that." Uh, and I've been playing that; it's pretty fun. It seems really cool. I'd like to get it if I uh, am able to. You should at some point. And we all fight you. I mean, we can fight in other games. We've done that. We can fight in other games. We have done that, but now I'm good at this one. 
well, maybe I don't want to fight you in the game you're good at. Tough shit. Maybe I want to fight you in Street Fighter where I stand a chance. I was I was getting good at Street Fighter too. Yeah, me too. Okay. I had a chance. So get good at so get good at Guilty Gear. That's <laughs> that Meet seems me in the ring. That seems harder than getting good at Street Fighter. I don't know that it actually. I'll give is. it a shot. I'll probably throw dolphins at you. You gonna play May? She's the charge character, right? I think so. Yeah, from what I so understand. That- that's that was my like default state, so I'll probably start there and then branch out. Who knows? I haven't played anyone except Giovanna. Maybe there's a twink I'll like. There's some twinks. I don't know if you'll like them, but there are twinks. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but yeah, that's that's my list of games I've played. Uh, it's been a it's been a pretty good month. I mostly played just one video game, which is Ancient Domains of Mystery. Uh huh. Scott Wizard, it's, I assume. <clears throat> it it's a roguelike. Uh, it has a couple of wizard adjacent classes you can be. There's like sixteen races and twenty five classes, so there's lots of, and that that's on top of like, stat point by and like, what sign were you born under? So there's lots of character creation in this one compared to like mm-hmm. rogue. Uh, it's really 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 fun. Uh, I've enjoyed it a lot. I haven't played it in about a week or two because uh, a lot of other stuff happened, but I had a great time with it and, um, I probably put like 10 or 12 hours or more into it. Probably more. I had certain characters that were on their like 12th and 13th like iteration. So usually get more than an hour into the game, so... <clears throat> that was great i played doom 64 for about uh steam says about an hour uh didn't really like it yeah uh, i don't know maybe it's uh just the doom 64 is a little bit different from normal doom and um i found it just kind of frustrating and boring i guess um, i have never heard anyone ever talk about doom 64 i'd always heard that it was like overlooked and underrated but i just didn't really have very much fun to the point that i did start a let's play of it and never uploaded it oh okay yeah yeah i also started playing caves of cud once and then i was like oh there's a lot of subsystems going on here i need to there's a lot going on in that game i need to take a minute and like get prepared before i really jump into that one but it seems neat um I oh, also there's a sequel to Ancient Domains of Mystery, Adom. Um uh It's in early access. I think it's like Caverns of Chaos or something like that. Um it looks really bad. It's like th- in 3D but still sprites, but oh. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a lot more mouse menu stuff uh, as opposed to keyboard shortcuts that I'm used to. Which is like fine, but I don't want to switch between, you know, arrow keys and the mouse because it's the same hand. Sure. Um, Also, it has the classic ASCII view, but it's still in 3D. So, like, the wall is like a pile of 
of hashtags instead of just one for the wall. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Um, it just looks weird. I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. But also it's in early access and came out in early access less than a year ago. So, you know, it's pretty early. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Thought about Assassin's Creed. Does that count? I mean, a lot of people think about Assassin's Creed, Nora. Not like I do. I don't know about that. I miss it. They should make one of those again. (laughs) Bad news. They're still making Assassin's Creed. (laughs) No, they stopped several years ago. Mm. (sighs) Oh, well. I'm sure the RPGs are fun. I liked Odyssey. I had a good time. I've heard that Odyssey is the best one of the three so far. That's also what I understand. Seems like the new one might be the least impactful. It They're so big. They're, so they're big. too big. That is the thing about big. when I, I've only played Odyssey out of those three and it was too big. And uh, I've thought about playing it again recently. And I thought about how big it is. And I thought, eh, maybe I won't. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for me. I didn't play that many. Just the one a lot. I've I picked up a few more roguelikes that I want to put more time into, but I don't haven't found the time to put into them yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dungeon of the Endless is one of them. I want to check that out. I heard good things. You know what else I played? What? Do you know what else I played? No, what? Bioshock. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, I thought you came up with a different game that wasn't Bioshock. <laughs> no, I could talk about like the five seconds where I purchased Titan Souls on Steam because it was on sale. But like, you know, God. Yeah, I don't think um, talking about your purchases is really going to be what the people are looking for content-wise. Hmm. I know. I mostly read books this month is the thing. Like, I've been just reading books, but I have other podcasts for that. You do have other podcasts for that. Uh, Nora, tell me what happens in Bioshock. Okay, so there's a man and a lighthouse. I'm um, 99% sure there's another thing that you have to do. There's You missed one of the three things that is in that phrase. Uh, the phrase is... Oh, there's always a lighthouse, there's always a man, there's always a city. A city, there you go. Um, I'm so saying, Bioshock. You gotta do the bit. You gotta do the bit. I haven't played that one. <laughs> okay. I've only played Bioshock. 
You did play Bioshock. It's a 2007 first-person shooter game developed by 2K Boston, later Irrational Games, and 2K Australia, published by 2K Games. This is not what happens in Bioshock. Uh, Bioshock, you're a guy. You're in a plane. Uh Uh-huh. The plane goes down mysteriously, and you swim to shore. uh, Asterisk, the shore is a lighthouse in the middle of the ocean. That's suspicious. You go inside, and you get into a little pod, and it goes underwater, and a man tells you that, um, you should, that, uh, he does the speech. He does the whole speech. I don't know the speech off the top of my head. Just tell me what happens. I'm trying to. (laughs) Is this what it's like for you when you give summaries? What? Do you feel this on the spot? A little bit, yeah. You go down to the city. It's an objectivist paradise, but it's crumbling. Uh, Andrew Ryan built this city under under the sea, um, where the world's greatest can go to practice their art or science or what have you without the regulations of government and without the uh, restrictions of... Uh, Ethics are stupid. Yeah, morality and religion are bad. Um, But he soon faces his enemy, Frank Fontaine, who amasses power enough to challenge Ryan. And um, at some point, Fontaine weaponizes the... The poor and upset people and like uh, coaxes them into like a, a, a riot, a revolt, because everyone also has gene splicing, which is magic goo from a sea slug that lets you rewrite your DNA, it gives you superpowers. Yes. So he's got all these spliced up uh, poor people. He's weaponizing against Ryan to sort of topple his his rule of the city. And there's a war for like two years until Fontaine is seemingly defeated. And this is where our our protagonist, Jack. Jack or John? (laughs) You think I know the name of the protagonist of Bioshock? I think it's Jack. It's probably Jack. You show up it is in Jack. Bioshock. Uh, that's not the name of the city. That's not the, the name, name of the... <laughs> <laughs> It's Rapture. You show up in Rapture. I should have done a five-sentence summary. That would have been <laughs> you better. Five... <laughs> I was going to say you're getting so in the weeds. Um. Anyway, you show up and a guy called Atlas is guiding you around on the radio... And asks you for help saving his wife and kid. And so all of you can escape from Andrew Ryan and get back to the surface. You go along with this and uh, eventually Andrew Ryan steps in, blows up the sub. And, um, you know, Atlas decides it's time to, like, actually strike out and, like, kill Ryan and like take him down and then you go through some more levels to do that 
and uh, it is revealed to you that you are actually the son of Andrew Ryan, uh, and you are four years old, but you have been spliced into aging rapidly enough to be a grown man. Yup. And and you are controlled by a hypnotic phrase, which is "Would you kindly?" And then instructions given before or after that phrase, you carry out. And Andrew Ryan uh, uses this to make you kill him to own the libs. Yeah, basically. Um, And then you turn off the self-destruct that Ryan had turned on and uh, Atlas reveals himself to be Fontaine, actually. And he has, he faked his death. Who could have seen this coming? Who could have seen this coming? Uh, and then he tries to kill you with more of the hypnotic triggers that are buried in your head. But Tenenbaum saves you. She's the lady who was working on the sea slugs and figured out how to make little sisters, which are girls with sea slugs in them that collect the sea slug goo. And they're protected by big daddies, which are big guys in diving suits. Anyway, they're on the cover there. Yeah, there's like a shot early on after you get your first uh, plasmid where you're like you look up all bleary eyed and you see the big daddy step into frame and then show you its drill straight out of a trailer. Um, You uh, get help from Tannenbaum and some of the cured little sisters to uh, basically become a big daddy so that I don't really know why you become a big daddy but you become do have a big to. daddy so you could command the little sisters to use the thingies on uh, on Fontaine because he has spliced himself <clears throat> to infinity um, the the idea is it the little sisters won't trust you any other way because of the way they are programmed hmm I guess I didn't really... Hmm. Yes. Okay, so that's what happens. You go to fight uh, Fontaine, and he looks like the fucking Street Fighter guy who's half red and half blue. You know the guy. That's Gil? true. Question Gil? mark? I think it's Gil. I think it's Gil. But he's all one color, mostly. Um, and he, lo- he also just kind of looks like the Da Vinci diagram of a man. Um, sure. You find kinda. him. He's 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 just like a bigger guy of all the guys that you fought before. You can still freeze him with your ice powers and shoot him with gun. Um, and you win. And all the little sisters jump on top of him and stab him with the syringes to steal the atom. Uh, the sea slug goo is called atom. I didn't see any more of the game technically because my game just froze at this point but what happens afterward is one of two endings based on um how you have treated the little sisters in the game there's there's some people claim there are three endings but the difference is that two of those are the same ending but tannenbaum sounds angrier so i'm counting those as the same that's just one ending that's just one ending If you if you eat all the slugs, then Tannenbaum is very angry with you when she says her lines. If you eat just one or two, she's less angry, but still angry. Did you eat all the slugs? 
No, I didn't eat the slugs. You I technically slugs. get you. I think you technically get more Adam if you don't. It's so close. It's so close that I don't think it matters. But <laughs> it's really funny how close it is if you do the the um, the math. I went and looked up the math later because I was curious if they uh, had anything on it. And yeah, like the <clears throat> difference is like twenty Adam or something. I feel, yeah, you get like one extra upgrade maybe if you uh, if you eat all the slugs. Yes, but then if you eat the slugs, they don't come and give you the free tonics. So that counts towards something. I don't know. Maybe that that number added in makes it worth that while. helps I don't even know. it out. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm. It's been a minute, but I believe the bad ending is that you and the little sisters. So the navy comes by and investigates the plane crash, and then you take over the navy ships with the little sisters, and you have nukes. And, and you have nukes! And you get nukes. <laughs> I can't believe Jack has the nukes. Jack has the nukes. What happened in your game? The, I, I did the... Oh, okay. Uh, you go to the surface with some of the little sisters and you adopt them. Uh, and then Tenenbaum says, Hey, look how everybody, you know, all the little girls got to live happy lives. But then you died because you age really fast. So bummer about that. But, you know, they went on and did their own thing. You, I wasn't sure about that because, like, it goes through a montage of the little sisters growing up. And, like, they have normal lives. And they ha- get married and, like, have a whole full lives. And you grow old and die. And they're all there to hold your hand when you die. But it's like... I'm pretty sure you're dead by like 30 as the as Jack. The cuz I'm just thinking like it's not like they're old ladies when they come and see you die. They're you Right, know. exactly. My question was like so does Jack get to be an old man and watch all of these kids grow up or does he because he now, ages... he's on fast forward and he sees them get like their first desk job and then he dies. But he does slow down. Because he's he's like a thirty year old man at four years old is my question. So like he must slow down, right? Not by much. I don't know. He's all he's all jacked up on splicing. Who knows how what the fucking relative ages are? Regardless, uh, you either this become the true big daddy, or you uh, take over the world with nukes. I guess you definitely have nukes. I don't know what happens <laughs> after that, but you do get nukes. You get nukes. Uh, also, there's the scene where all the little sisters jump up uh, onto the ship and start killing soldiers. So that's pretty cool. I thought it was. I was. I was under the impression it was splicers, not little sisters. Hmm. Uh, based on the Wikipedia summary I'm currently reading, it is splicers, not little sisters. I prefer that makes my more version. sense to me. <laughs> yeah, your version is probably funnier, but. I don't think they would have the little sisters jump up and start slitting people's throats. No, they stab them with their syringe guns. I don't think that's what happens. Because hmm. they only ever poke dead bodies and Fontaine. Yeah. The Wikipedia page also says Spicers. That's what I. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway. That's Bioshock. Bioshock. There's no fucking choices in this game. Why did we do this? You choose how you act. 
there's there's one choice. There's one choice whether you eat the slugs or whether you make the slug die. Okay, so I had forgotten about the slug thing entirely. I'm not roasting you. I'm roasting the both of us. What are we doing? No, 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 here? no, no, no. I had a reason. I had forgotten about the little sister choices when I suggested this game. Because what? because specifically this game is about choice. And even if it didn't give us choices, like, even the scene with Andrew Ryan was, like, about choice and, like, the perception of choice. And I would, that would have been, I would be willing to talk about that, you know, as, like, a game about choice. Right, but not a game that gives us choices. Right. I was, I was counting that. I, thought I wish that- you would have clued me in on that. <laughs> Well, if, you know, if we didn't... <laughs> it's fine. It is fine. It's totally fine. I just didn't know that's the angle you were coming at this from. That was the original angle, and then we got in, and I was like, oh, right, the little sisters. The little sisters. Do you want to be... Do you want to kill the puppy? Or do you want the puppy to live? Well, if I kill the or puppy, I get a Hershey bar. Or do you give the puppy a, a <laughs> um, So, the thing... The, the twist... Of this game. Yes. This is like... I feel like so many video games have this twist. And only Bioshock is known for it. Where... You think that's video game you're playing? You think those are objectives that you're completing? No. We controlled you. Because you, the player, just follow the little HUD and you just do whatever you're told. You ever think about that? And it's like, this is every game. Yeah, I don't really think about it because it's a video game. Yeah. It's like, it was, it's, you chose to continue playing the video game and completing objectives. It's like, yeah, okay, by that like logic i make a choice every five seconds not to turn off a movie i'm watching and that makes that yeah. interactive too it's like I, it's just really funny to me that that's like the huge twist that this game has and like people were so wild about like oh you were being controlled the whole time because the game requires you to do certain things to progress well, it's but, played a little bit differently here, I feel like, because the first half is that. But the second half isn't. The second half is, I'm going to kill that motherfucker because he, he fucked up my brain. Uh, and also, I'm going to kill that motherfucker so he does not kill me. And uh, But it's still like... But, the, but it's not in the same way, you know? But you're still ha- you still have people telling you where to go and what to do, and you still have quest markers. Well, yeah, but it's not like... It, it is not presented in the same way... Or it is like that context is different from the context they give you for the part for the first half. Do you want know I mean? to? Because it's not like Tenenbaum tells you 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 go do this. I told you so. It's more like, hey, we need to get that thing out of your brain. This is the way we do it. It's the, you know, but the context is different, even if it's the same dress. I th- I think it's the same context because it is at the beginning. It's Fontaine saying, hey. Don't you want to get out of here? Don't you want to help my family? And then at the end, it's Tannenbaum saying, "Hey, don't you want to survive? Don't you want to get out of here?" And it's like 
because Jack isn't a character, all of his motivations come from other people. And it's the same before and after Andrew Ryan. Yeah, I guess kind of. I it's, mean, it, I, they didn't I hate... change the writing of like how they give you quest objectives. So it feels the same to me. Well, nobody does the fucking would you kindly after that. No. But so like, it's different. I mean, it's not different because the So you're object... not compelled to do it. But you are because you want Air to complete quotes. the video game. <laughs> well, yes, but it's the context is different. It's It's just played the same. I don't know. I don't know. There was not enough. There was not. There was no intentionality to it being different. I felt. I mean, this is the same. Like the first half of this game, when they do that reveal, is every single video game that's like, "Damn, don't you think it's fucked up that you're playing the shooting game for fun?" Like, I don't know, man. You made the shooting game for fun, so I don't like. What are you <laughs> trying to say here? Like, wh- what's your point? Yes, I'm playing the shooting game for fun because it, it's a fun thing to do. Like. Yeah, I'm doing the objectives because that's what you put in the fucking video game. Like, I'm not thinking that hard about this because it's an entertainment product. Yeah. And it's not like you included some kind of big brain moral to this. It's just like, haha, we got you, huh? It's like, no, you didn't. I bought the game because I wanted to play a video game. Yeah, I was going to shoot stuff regardless of the, like, uh, uh, like, framing of it. Yes. Video anyway. games should never try and be smart in this way. But so many of them do. <laughs> they want to be. It's the it's the dumbest shit in the world. The I think like video games trying to like pull one over on you for being interactive is the same as like when you're reading a book and a guy is like, "You know what's really important in life? Story reading this." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, stories. Stories are so important, and the people who tell stories and write books. You don't are have really to talk about Stephen cool. King like this. You don't have to do this. To <laughs> I him. was thinking about Neil Gaiman and <laughs> fucking Patrick Rothfuss, but okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I haven't read. I mean, I haven't read really any of those three. I know uh, of Stephen King and his uh, mm. stuff he does like that, but isn't the. Pre- Protagonist of the Dark Tower, an author, or am I thinking I don't of a different? No, I'm thing? thinking of I'm thinking of the blockbusters that was just done uh, about Stand by Me, where uh, they talk about this a lot. Oh, uh, huh. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I think this is the video game equivalent of that. Um, it, oh, it absolutely is, isn't it? Isn't it weird how you guys do? It's like no, that's what this is. What games are? Yeah. Somebody coming in at the end of a movie to say, wow, I can't believe you watched that movie. <laughs> isn't it fucked up that you watched this horror movie? Like, isn't it fucked up that you enjoyed Saw? Like, no. Damn. Not really. <laughs> it's a pretty cool puppet. Pretty cool puppet. I don't know. They're having a good time. That Twitter account's pretty funny. I don't know. <laughs> that, that Twitter account went corporate. <laughs> they did. They did. Anyway. Um, uh, this game does not play as well as I remember it, no. but I think that's just because it, you know, it is a 2007 video game. Um, it, it definitely feels like an older shooter, which I, isn't what I was expecting. Uh, the, the weapon wheel feels really bad in this game. Oh yeah. It feels really bad. And I, the weird, 
uh, like shoehorning in the camera element is baffling. It's really bad. It it also is like from what I was watching after the fact. It's like if you focus on that camera stuff and you like do all that research, you actually get super op. But like fuck that. I did a lot of that, but it wasn't that good. Um, here's here's like the biggest like. I get not red flag, but like the first thing I noticed when I was playing this game, and the thing that sort of the is sort of the core of how weird it feels to play. Walking forward and strafing are different speeds, and you can feel the game sort of slotting into that movement when you turn the stick. Mm, and yeah. that alone feels so wrong and weird, and like it just sets everything else off. Like and like you said, the weapon wheel sucks. I was just like hitting the switch button to cycle through them rather than pulling up the wheel because that... I was too because the weapon yeah. wheel fucking sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Also, they give you maybe a few too many guns. Yeah, there are a lot of guns in this game that I had forgot. The pistol is the worst pistol in video. It's the games. worst pistol. I hate it. I hate it, and I it hate sucks. that I like pistols in games. Pistols because... in games are great. This is why Halo's good. Yeah. Um, but the pistol sucks. The first time I found a weapon upgrade machine, I just accidentally hit the first upgrade. Oh, on rip, the rip, list rip, 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 rip. Because it was just like, oh, I hit the button twice and now the machine is turned off and I up now my pistol has like an extra bit on it. You gotta turn off your fucking game. <laughs> you can't let it save. <laughs> So I fully upgraded the pistol. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. Uh, didn't didn't do good for me, but but once the shotgun got upgraded, that was pretty that was pretty good. It's got a good shotgun. The game has a good shotgun. I'll give it that. But it has pistol, machine gun, shotgun, chemical thrower, wrench. Which sucks. Chemical thrower is awful. Um, the wrench is okay. What's the other? The grenade launcher. It's got a grenade launcher. There's a crossbow. The crossbow, yeah, and the camera, and the camera. Yes, that's that's all of them, I believe. The crossbow's cool. It does a lot of damage. So it was it was just kind of an off shotgun if you wanted yeah. it to be. Technically, you can aim down sights by pushing R three, but why the fuck would you push R three to aim down sights? Because that's what a lot of games used to do. It's so that slow. used to be the default. It it just doesn't. It's just just not smooth. It's just. I've I remember. I remember when they started doing L two to aim down sights, and I thought that was the weirdest shit in the world. That's the grenade button. I didn't start playing shooters on console until well after that because I was a GameCube kid. Oh, GameCube kid. Yeah, and then a Wii kid. Damn, you're complaining about zooming in with R three when you had to play Metroid Prime on the GameCube. Yes. Alright, just checking. There's no lock-on in Bioshock. That's true. There is no lock-on in Bioshock. That would that'd be... Uh, no, it wouldn't. It would probably suck still, actually. That would be great. Uh, I don't know. No. No, it would be bad. I, I think lock-on <clears throat> works really well for Metroid Prime. Especially because I don't think using the C-Stick to aim is very good. But, um... Yeah, lock-on is nice in that game, specifically because of that. But when you have a big analog stick, like a like an Xbox or a PS, PS4 controller, PS3 controller, you don't you don't need lock-on for, for a shooter. You're good. <clears throat> I would simply um, shoot better. 
Well, you know, it, if I haven't managed it in 28 years, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty good you with play, certain yeah, shooters. Yeah, you play Apex good now. I've won multiple Fortnite games. <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite gamer. I I have like an almost 50% win rate in Fortnite. Damn, okay. Yeah, I've only played a handful of games, but... and Well, that'll what, do it. Well, listen, you know how long it took me to get a win in Apex? A while. Over 100 games. It's because Fortnite is the is the game for babies. It, it is a game for babies, but I played with Lizzie and we had a good time. It looks fun. Having massive graphical glitches that only affected one of us. <laughs> okay, great. So when I when I posted videos of the the boats going wild, she was just like, "Wow, God!" And your Bioshock, Bioshock. Uh, I saw thirty seconds of gameplay of Bioshock two, and I was like, "Damn, I'm salivating." Uh, Bioshock two. Sick. I started it, and then you were like, "Should we play Bioshock two for the podcast?" And I was like, "Okay," and then I turned the game off. <laughs> it seems way faster and more fun. It's way better immediately. I got like an hour and a half in. It's much better to play. The last time I tried to play Bioshock two, um, one, I was young and dumb, and two, I um, got as far as we need you to make a an uh, a antidote for these plants and i was like no i'm okay are you sure you're not thinking of bioshock one where that happens oh i'm sure i'm sure you you go through you have to collect plant parts to make something are you sure you're not thinking of bioshock one i'm sure (laughs) okay okay (laughs) because that did happen Kinda. He does try to kill all the... T- kinda? Yeah. He does try and kill all the trees. Um, what, does, what does Bioshock have to say about objectivism? Oh, nothing. Nothing, right? <laughs> it's so funny that... So, the specifically... What's his name? What's Bioshock Man? Andrew Ryan. No... Real man. Ken Levine. Ken Levine said it doesn't matter that it's objectivism. He said in an interview it could be any ideology. He just happened to pick objectivism. The same shit would have happened regardless. He just happened to pick objectivism as the ideology at play here. And he thinks that literally anything else could be slotted in there and the story would work. The game would work. That's bonkers. I know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bonkers thing to say. I yeah, man, I mean, this, this game only works if it's objectivism, right? What if it was communist? Or, well, okay, Bioshock 2, I've heard, is that. But everyone was like, hey, tell me, because I think that game hates socialism. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I did not get far enough in to think about it that much. No idea. Uh, it's no very we'll funny the way that objectivism is portrayed in this game, like which is like very loosely, but still. Yes. Um, and then to see so many people just latch onto it post Bioshock and like in earnest. Yeah. Like, what What did you get out of this that like painted that as? Well, they fucking got to the part where he says, is a man not entitled to the sweat on his brow? And they're like, damn, that's so true. And I'm like, you may want to hear about communism then. 
you may want to hear something that isn't like this because you got it wrong. Yeah, I I feel like people. I feel like there's a certain amount of people who, for some reason, have this massive respect for the way Andrew Ryan dies, and like think he's a really cool principled guy. Oh, because he has you kill him. Yeah, because he knows his time is up. Yeah. I guess, man. I don't know. I think that's bullshit. It is bullshit. I mean, yes, it's absolutely bullshit. I I don't even know why he does it. Also, also, here's the thing. Fontaine wants rapture, right? He kind of explicitly says so. What is there to have? What's left here? Is it just uh... the Adam thing because as far as i can tell and, and this is be, you know it's a video game right they, they can't show you like every metropolis or like every sprawling part of what is supposed to be a very large city but there's nobody here there's no one everyone is dead or out of their minds because they did too much gene splicing what's well, left part of it is also that the enemies in the game are being controlled by pheromones controlled by orion is that true, though? Because they're still doing that after Ryan dies. Yeah, because Fontaine takes over the systems. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I still I'm think lo- I still think what is there to have is... Like, there's nothing. Let me see. Let me see. Because, like, he says that. I don't know if I believe him. Also, I don't think he's the most reliable guy. Yeah. Uh. I'm um, looking on his, wiki, on his wiki page. I got nothing. Yeah, I, I don't even know that that's true. Um, so I don't know what... Fontaine I mean like Fontaine's goal here is to splice himself so much like he becomes God basically but also part of his goal is to have rapture but there's there's nothing here to have um if the thing where he like splices himself a bunch felt really weird and out of nowhere to me because like it's it, supposed to be it's supposed to be bad for you uh there's a line here uh about him Um, there's a line here that says, uh, he, okay, so during the chase part, um, near the end, before you take the divergence to become, um, a a big daddy, he, like, you, like, see him in the environment, he throws some stuff at you, because he's so strong, um, he says he's never tasted Adam before then, but now can't get enough. Okay, so, so he does lose it because he's spliced. Yeah, it's just the Joker. Which is, because, like, you're fine, in theory, right? Well, besides the fact that you die at 30. There's, so, this is the same as the Joker in Arkham Asylum, just becoming big. But, um, I have to wonder, like, is Jack totally chill being super spliced because he's not, like... Of like, like a guy, like does he actually have thoughts and like reason? Because 
it's very unclear how much of an actual person you are playing as. I feel like it hints that he is, or at least suggests that he is, because after you, you know, you drop the mind control part, you know, he has, he goes on and he has his life. Yeah. Because otherwise you don't steal nukes without, you know, being a person, I don't think. Mm-hmm. You don't plan for global domination and or raise five daughters. <laughs> the two paths every man must choose between. <laughs> this is, this is, these are the ways. But yeah. Um, I feel like certain certain elements of this story are not quite fully thought out. Yeah. Um, Shock- shocking. At the end of the game, I remember like feeling like, did I miss something? Why is Fontaine screaming Why at me? Why is he me? all fucked up? He's just like so angry at me because he's, he's having a roid rage. Because I'm not dying when he wants me to, but like, okay, why do you? What is your motivation here? Did I miss something? Because I, I remember feeling it's because like, he wants rapture, I think, and he thinks you're the only one who can stop him. But then why would I? Is my question. Like, oh. Is do I want revenge because I was like controlled? Because again, Jack's not a character. He doesn't say that. He doesn't do that. He yeah. doesn't like. He never even emotes. He doesn't like have hand animation emotes. You know. Um, yeah. There's just nothing there. So I'm like, Fontaine is screaming at me through the whole. You know, finding the big daddy parts. Uh, escorting the little sister for the, like 20 minutes or whatever it's just like you're really upset at me and i don't know why and i don't know why you're so focused on me like you're acting like i've betrayed you when i did everything you wanted me to except die yeah we, i did everything except die <laughs> so like what without jack actually giving me some kind of motivation or like clue as to his motivation or what he plans to do i was just left kind of like why are you mad at me bro <laughs> bro calm down i'm just a vessel i'm just bro i'm just a vessel <laughs> i'm literally just a vessel yeah uh weird uh tenenbaum huh this is a, it's a decision you could make about a character <sighs> so let's talk about accents oh um, sure because Tannenbaum has uh, the German accent yes um, and there's also another ca- character whose name I have forgotten uh, Su Chong Su Chong um, who exists only as audiobooks and one dead character model um and they really really want you to know that he's korean and yeah not by him talking about being korean no just from his voice um it's rough it's rough it's really rough. Um, it's it's the really 
specific heavy accent and the uh, misordered words to add character, I guess. Um, it's bad. Uh, Tannenbaum is also like a little bit over the top with her accent, but that's like kind of a different thing. The thing with Tannenbaum is um, that she's a f- she. She Help- survived the Holocaust. Yeah, by helping the Nazis do weird, fucked up medical experiments. Because yes. she, like, proved her intellect to the guards and they let her become a surgeon. But also. I Okay. I have heard that Ken Levine said this. But I haven't found it. I haven't gone looking for it. But I believe I remember hearing that Ken Levine basically explained that Tannenbaum's not evil. She's just autistic. And that's why she... Yeah. (laughs) This is a thing I've heard before. I have not found that quote. Yeah. Um, But it's, you know... She just is very, very smart and has very little, like, moral compass. Mm-hmm. Um, until some point she does, and she regrets turning the little girls into the little sisters. Yes. A fucking nightmare shit. Yeah. Um, and while we're talking about um, voices in the game... Uh, there are some shops that you can buy items yeah. and ammo at, one of which is called the Circus of Value. Uh, and yeah. It's got a little clown on it. The other one, I don't remember what it's called. Oh, I don't know what it was called because I avoided it like the plague. Yeah. Um, it's the ammo store. It's El Amo Bandito. Is what oh it's my called. god! And you'll never guess what kind <laughs> you'll of never accent guess that what guy it sounds has. like. Yikes, dude! It's oh, rough. it's so bad. Yeah, and it's just like it. The thing I kept thinking about coming across these shops and like getting Suchong um, audio book, audio books, audio logs is just like. How did... Okay, I understand game journalism, different place in 2007. I kind of understand no one saying in their review of the critically acclaimed Bioshock 2007, this game's hella racist. But when the third game starts trying to, like, intentionally, as far as I understand, use, like, the... Racism as like a plot point, as like a set dressing. Nobody ever like thought to look back at these games and like. It's just weird to me that they would like make that decision and then never actually like address the fact that the games were actually racist beforehand, before they started trying to use racism as like a like a. A deep plot point. Thing well, unfortunately, the they just you know 
decided to do racism for the third time or second. I guess I haven't yeah. actually like yeah. looked into uh, Bioshock Two since this since it came out, basically. Well, I can tell you that the uh, El Amo Bandito is in Bioshock Two. Good. Uh, what else were we going to say about this game? Uh, I don't know how much more I have to say about it. It's uh, a little bit more rough than I remembered. It was still fun to play for the most part, but uh, yeah. not as not as good as I remember. Yeah, Which honestly it, was already starting to be tarnished. Yeah, like, my takeaway mostly is like, okay, I kind of get why... Um, I mean, in 2007, I was like, holy shit, dude, video games. Yeah. Like, when you shock the water and that does damage to enemies, that's nuts. That's crazy. I guess the difference here is that, like, in 2007... I was playing Castlevania Portrait of Ruin on my DS. I was playing, like, Smash Brothers. I was not playing shooters. And so by the time I got around to this stuff, it was like, oh, yeah. okay. Um, I didn't find, like... I didn't really find any charm in this game. Um, well, it's Bioshock. Yeah, it's just like... Aesthetically, mechanically, I just was not like. There wasn't anything that real that was like, oh, that's kind of neat. I, I like that. It's, it was just kind of middle of the road. Um, totally on fine. all counts. Totally fine. Um, you know. And why is this man yelling at me? And why is he, bro? I'm, I didn't mean to flex on you. I'm just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you want to do emails? Yeah, let's do some emails. The first email is What's a, our email address, Nora? Our f- email address, do you mean journalupdated at gmail.com? That is what I mean. That's our email address. Send us emails. Send us emails. I know we have one about tyranny. Do you want to yes. answer that? Yeah. Um, this one's coming in from Dylan. I know this is coming in late, but I feel compelled to send it in anyway. The ending that shows you to peacefully swear yourself to Kairos did not exist in the game at launch, and I think it fundamentally changes the read of the game. To me, Tyranny was a game about how a fascist power needs an outsider to vilify, and the events of the game was Kairos forging a new enemy that would allow them that eternal foe. And I think the endings y'all all described were so wild to me because I forgot that choice for the ending even existed. Oh, that's really funny that you couldn't pledge yourself to Kairos at the end. I don't yeah. know, it's chill, dude. It's chill. I did the thing he wanted. Yeah, I did the thing. Listen. I'm not even I'm, mad. I'm just here to do the little basic shit. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is that is very interesting. That um, is interesting. I wouldn't have expected that. No. I guess I get it, though, right? Like, I bet a lot of people got to the end of that thing, and if that game was trying to say something, uh, then, you know, they did. Yeah. Without being able to, you know, commit yourself to it. Or starting your own empire. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. You want to take this next one? Sure. Um. Oh, it's a it's a YouTube video. Hang on. Yeah, I I might have shown you this at some point. Uh, I definitely posted about it. 
Oh, Bioshock Mobile? What the fuck? Uh-huh. Okay, interesting. Extremely low-poly mobile game. Yes. That, um, I'm, you know, 2007. So you were using, like, number pad to look around and walk and stuff. It was oh, like, like okay, it was a flip okay, phone. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love the sound effects. Holy shit. This is video this, games. This is video games. I yeah. fucking love this shit. I know exactly. This is... That's wild. I had no idea. Oh, fewer slot tonics. Yeah, there must be, like, a lot less stuff in this game, but that's... Yeah. Huh. Also, the, all the dialogue is text boxes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Trace. I had no idea about this. That's, that is fascinating. Yeah. I love... I love that shit. Um, you take the next one, because I want to take Diaz. <laughs> okay. Um, from Dan, uh, says, I usually don't think of Bioshock as a game of narrative choices. I know technically there are two endings and you decide if you harvest the little sisters. I think of more of it as a game about building out cool powers and having a couple paths in the gameplay to deal with an encounter. I have two problems with Bioshock and a lot of immersive sims in general. First, the genre name is stupid, and second is that they just make me want to play System Shock 2 again. So unless the game is incredible, I just end up booting up System Shock 2 and play a pathetic creature of meat and bone running through Showdown's corridors. Bioshock 1 even stole some of the plot points from System Shock 2, but executed them way worse. Is there any game for either of you that stands as the apex of a genre overshadowing all other games that have come out since then? I can't believe that Nintendo handed everyone first-person adventure on a platter, and everyone spat at it and said, no, Immersive Sim. Immersive Sim is the dumbest genre name. I Have I said this on this podcast? Yes. I feel like I definitely. have. Definitely. Useless. Useless genre title. Like, and I get it that, like, what is a character action game, right? But... Also a stupid name. Those are just action games. <laughs> But it's, it's an action game with a specific aesthetic, uh, whatever. No, it's not. You're a liar. The thing about Immersive Sims is that it doesn't even describe half the games that it's supposed to apply to. Like, there's no clockwork world in Bioshock that things are interacting with. Right. The, well, the it's thing like, about Bioshock is, like, yeah, I guess, like, the enemies have AI, like many games do. Yeah. It's not special. But you're not changing the environment to alter NPC behavior, you know? Like, it's not Dishonored in that way. I guess it kind of is when you, like, add the big daddies into the mix. Like, they will help you fight them. But I guess it's just kind of a default behavior. It's not like you've changed something in the environment. It's some Well, you kind of have, because there's another big enemy there. I don't know. It's it's weird. I I just I haven't played System Shock 2, so we'll see what happens if... When, I mean, it's on the list, right? But... I think so. It's just that it's one of those that's going to be like, okay, can we get this running? If we do get it running, is it going to be fun? Like, we have to, like... I don't think it should be that hard to get it running, at least. I remember having trouble back in the day, but, you know. Eh, who knows? Could be easier now. Yeah. Isn't Uh, it on GOG? Might be on GOG. It might be. It's it's something that's on the list, but it's like, I want to make sure that we can commit to it and not, like promise it up like up that's front, one of the know? ones that's a little scary because it's a big deal 
Yeah, also that a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm not scared of I'm not scared of talking about Mass Effect or something like that because you know it's considered a classic, but it's one I played. Uh, System Shock is one that I have no experience with, so yeah. Um, I know Press likes it, so I know. Um, uh, but no, I don't think Deus there's a really X might be one of those two. That's all. Um. Anyway, is there a game for either of you that stands the apex of a genre overshadowing all other games that have come out since then? Nora, tell me about uh, Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just I the mean, best one. Rogue is really fucking fun. Um, there are, you know, I understand. I've, I've put a bunch of hours into Adom now, so I, I get the appeal of, like, the type of roguelike where you're creating a, a character is also really fun. Uh, and I think a lot of roguelikes in the space that are like more traditional roguelikes go that direction. Rather than rogue being just, you are the same character every time. You got different um, name. Sometimes. Sometimes. You can just type the same name in again. That's true. Um, I do think that rogue kind of overshadows everything in its not just simplicity but it's like um the way that that simplicity makes it better um and like it is strong because it is it is like the way that a triangle is a more sturdy shape because it has fewer sides you know no but sure because it's all compact because it's like it's simpler so it's harder to break than a square which has more points of weakness okay sure it makes sense I, yeah sure yeah <laughs> um the other thing here is um i thought i thought i had one i guess i don't never mind Okay. Uh, I don't know if I have one of these. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a game I always go back to when I start playing a specific genre. I. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I play a lot of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. What's Dia's email say? <laughs> so we have a bunch of fish emojis uh-huh. and one robot face emoji. Yes. And mixed in between all these emojis is the phrase, how is John Galt at tossing back that bussy for t- Big Daddy? Thank you, Dia. Thank you, Dia. Very good, I would say. You think so? He's 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 you very think John good. Galt's throwing it back. Yeah, throwing it back right onto that drill. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> huh, are you good? Do you have anything else to say about that? Uh, I just sometimes like to think about the trilogy of Atlas Shrugged movie adaptations. Where each one has a each one has a progressively smaller budget, and each one has a different cast and crew <laughs> between each movie, and some of them were yeah. crowdfunded. Right. I yes. just think about that whole debacle <laughs> and just smile sometimes. I just 
just even just the thing where like Andrew Ryan's entire philosophy just completely falls apart if you think about well who built Rapture for like two minutes. Yeah. Like it wasn't just him. No, it was him. It was him. It was, it was all him. It was all him. Yeah, I know. Just... You remember that that picture of the landlords holding up the sunny beach? No. For the for the renters? That's uh, fine. Uh, Turtle Ant writes in and says, Would you live in an underwater house? Would you rather it be in the ocean or in a lake or hell just maybe half out under a pond? Um, see, it sounds cool. And then I, but I know the minute I get in there, I'm like, fuck this. I'm out. I'm not doing this. I don't, I'm not doing this. Um, I have, I, I have an intense fear of deep water. So do you, okay. I'll walk through like those aquariums where there's like water on all sides. You, that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, because I know there's places nearby that have air and they're not underwater. <laughs> yeah. Like most but, of the place, like most of the place, but I would not live in an underwater house. I don't think except in Minecraft, I would do it there. Water doesn't accumulate like that in Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No. No? Okay. Fair enough. No. Scary. Scary. Water's scary. Water is scary, especially when there's a lot of it. It's fucked If you up. get enough of it, it gets dark. I don't trust anything in that ocean. No. Mm-mm. I don't trust anything on top of it. Well, I do. Boats? Get out of Bo- here. Boats are cool. No. Yeah. Has anything good ever happened on a boat? Uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. <laughs> Me. Has anything good ever happened on a boat? <laughs> Molly. Murder? <laughs> murder. Pirates are cool. True. <laughs> then one cool thing that happened on a boat was stealing from the British. <laughs> Uh, they named the monkey Jack. They did name the monkey Jack. Uh, anyway. That's our emails. That's it. That's emails. I'm going to double check the uh, Twitter in case we got oh, yeah. a See if we DM have or, yeah. or a reply on the tweet. At journal updated. At journal updated. That sounds suspiciously like that email address we mentioned. What was it again? Journal, uh, journal updated at gmail.com. Journal updated at gmail.com? What are, what are you doing? What is this bit? I'm just repeating the thing so people know it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm seeing nothing on the, on the account. Fair enough. Uh, Molly, what has this been? Uh, this is the pod. This is the pod. This is the pod. This is the pod. Uh, if people want to hear more of you, where would they go? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. You can find me at audioentropy.com uh, on Eidolon Playtest and Totally Reprise, uh, both those podcasts there. Um, and on the Abnormal Mapping uh, Network, along with this show, uh, I do the Amory Score with Jackson. Uh, we will eventually get back to reading Year of the Black Ramble. We did a couple episodes in a row and then we fell off again because we read one of the worst things either of us has ever read. Uh, so, yeah, you know. You take some, you win some, you lose some. I know how that is. Sometimes you have a book podcast and you read something bad, and it kind of stalls you out for a little Forever? while. Forever, yeah. Uh, but much like you, my solution was to get Jackson on the podcast. <laughs> no, Jackson was. <laughs> that's not the solution. 
Jackson's the co-host. He d- they do it with me every time we do the podcast. Yeah, so by getting them on the podcast, you brought it back. That's not... Alright, where yeah. can we find you on the internet if they want you more of this bullshit? If you want some bullshit, you can go <laughs> to twitter.com slash neither nor I. Hit that follow button. Hit like on a couple tweets, you know, see what happens. Yeah. Um, nothing will happen, but I will feel better. Yeah. Um, Serotonin. You can find stuff that I've done at norablake.online. It's pretty out of date. I should probably check on that at some point. Uh, what else? You can go to exportodd.io, which is the Export Audio Podcast Network. I'm on a lot of podcasts over there, like uh, Attention Duelist, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We're watching Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> the original um, we're starting with the original uh, 1998 anime, which is weird and different. Um, not as not not as strong of an identity as uh, what we got in the states as yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I'm also on Rushjet Radio, a full meg- full franchise Mega Man retrospective. We're watching the anime, playing the games every now and then. Um. And if you're a $5 patron on the Export Audio Patron, you'll get access to Godzilla's Not Dead, a monthly podcast where Autumn and I watch Godzilla movies. Godzilla. Godzilla. <sighs> Stretching. Uh, anything else I do? ExportOdd.io slash video is the YouTube channel where sometimes I do Let's Plays. And sometimes I start Let's Plays and don't finish them. That's There's so also true. a Patreon. There's also a patron exclusive Let's Play uh, going up infrequently on Sundays um, where I'm playing Ultima 1. Uh, I've missed two Sundays now, but I'm I'm working on it. I had to do some off-screen grinding, but I'm getting back to it. Yeah, it's been a weird uh, few weeks for you. Yeah, I went to Texas, which is where I grew up uh, uh-huh. with Autumn. I didn't grow up with Autumn, but I went You didn't grow up with Autumn. Uh, society if Nora grew up with Autumn. But yes, um, yeah, we did the whole thing. We're married now. Also, that was before that. But it was. We haven't done a podcast since then. That's true. We haven't done a podcast since uh, June 9th, which is when we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got married. We did a honeymoon kind of sort of thing. Saw my grandparents. Um, it's nice. Uh, anyway, that's why all the shit's been fucked up lately. But this is the pod. This was the pod. Uh, oh, right. I guess now you can consider. <laughs> Sorry. Let me let me try that again. Okay. Would you kindly consider this journal updated? Updated Not my journal. <laughs> also, like rate us on podcast apps or whatever. I hear that. Yeah, good. do the. Uh, my, I, I said, I told this to Nora, but my, I have a coworker who says, "Would you kindly, before every request they make to any of our other coworkers, because they're a nightmare person who likes Bioshock, nightmare shit." Yeah, I don't think they listen to this podcast. I'm pretty sure they don't. But if they do, I guess come find me. You know where I'm at. We'll fight. <laughs> um, bye everybody. Next month we'll be playing Undertale. And after that, a game that I definitely have in front of me, and I'm not looking up our list, 
to... I'm not vamping for time. Much like Olivia, I'm a master podcaster. I'm just keeping you on your toes. Uh, of course, we're doing Undertale next month. And after that, we're doing Deus Ex. The first, the original one. Deus Ex. Um, thank you. This has been The Pod.